Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. The Bruise 5K Taxi Tour. Coming to you live from... Masterton! That's right, Ben Boyce. 19th favourite son of this fantastic area. Welcome back. There's a sign here in the radio studio in the More FM Masterton Radio Studio made with Microsoft clip art. <laughs> Happy homecoming, son. Oh, it's very humbling. Jono, you tried to name a public a public toilet after me today as well, too. Mm. So that was lovely. Some mm. lovely touches being back in my hometown here in the Wadarapa. I put the sign over the glory hole in the toilet. Okay, thank you. So I apologise <laughs> to the local community who frequent <laughs> okay. those toilets. You may be jamming your thing into something that might not actually happen. <laughs> All right, well, there's a weird start to the show, but we are coming to you this afternoon live from Masterton on our taxi tour. And if you're like, what's Masterton got to offer? Well, Jono's written something, not me. I love you, Masterton. But here's what Masterton is all about. We welcome the Brose $5,000 taxi tour to Masterton, home of New Zealand's skinniest broadcaster, Benjamin Ross Boyce. There is so much to see and do in Masterton. How about visiting the Pack and Safe car park, the very place where Ben was conceived and where his father, the Pack and Safe Stickman, still works to this day. Hello, Stickman here, reporting for Pack and Savey News, direct from the car park. Of if the plugs turn you on, then take a tour through the plug factory where Ben worked during the school holidays. It really is as exciting as it sounds. Take a look at the Lone Star Restaurant where Ben Boyce is proudly displayed on the Wall of Legends. Yes, they certainly don't play fast and loose with the term legend in Masterton. And why not visit Posty Plus, the very place where Ben would collect a famous Posty Plus catalogue and read them very thoroughly in his bedroom as a hormonal teenager. So raise your glass of brosé to Masterton for birthing our mate Ben out of your wonderful womb. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Jeez, we've had a fun time in Masterton today, Ben. You say that, but I don't believe that. I've, I'm having the time of my life in Masterton. Mate, kill me now, <laughs> I'll die a happy man. Okay. Go on, kill me right now in the radio studio. <laughs> no. Use that microphone. No. Use the headphone cords. No, I don't want yeah. to. Use the cords. Uh, no. choke, choke me out. No. <laughs> I'll say I'm, I'm happy. Okay. I love Masterton. It's my hometown. It's where I grew up. But, but last night, mm. uh, we came uh, through Palmerston North. Stay the night in Palmerston North. Lovely place we stayed at. Um, but, Jono, you had issue with one thing that I thought was a lovely feature in every room at the hotel. We're at a hotel and uh, Ben, we've booked a honeymoon suite. We have. In fact, every room in this hotel has one unique feature. Mm. A whacking great spa bath <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the bedroom. Yes. Like, like it's literally the bed is... Here's, I'm on the bed. That's been on the bed. And here's the spa bath. One step away. Should we adjourn to the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, be rude not to. I'll get the brosé out of the fridge. This is definitely... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this a brothel? I, yeah, was no, this a no. stuff? I'm asking you. No, it wasn't. No, it's, it, was, no, it's, it wasn't a brothel. No, it's a lovely touch. And I think we all enjoy this. When I was a kid, I would have dreamed of having a pool in a bedroom. <laughs> and now as an adult, my dreams have come true. There you go. Spa bath in the middle of the bedroom. Like you could literally jump from the bed into the spa bath. Oh, yeah, like an impressive bath. Like mm. I was worried because I was on the top floor. I was like, this thing, once full, it's going to, you know. <laughs> you wouldn't want to walk into that motel room with one of those lights from CSI. You know, the, the ones. <laughs> you always have to, make, no, you it wanna, you you wanna, have to make it weird. You have to make it weird. Why do you have to make it weird? I thought it was a lovely feature, having a spa bath right next to the bed. Like a, a simple stroll from the bed to the spa Everything you could want. Well, that is the problem with spa bars, is you're having to walk 
too far between your bed and your spa bar. <laughs> That's so what they've, I said. They've solved that problem. Okay, 0800 The Edge. We want to open this up. 3343 is the text. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. So uh, on the phone we've got Imogen. How are you, Emmy? I'm good. Oh, it's great to have you on the air with us. Welcome to Masterton. Uh, <coughs> sorry. What I love about this is that there hasn't been any awkward <laughs> silence. Okay, Imogen, uh, what did you find in the motel room, buddy? Um, it was my mum, because she's a flight attendant, and she would take us off for coffee and found a pair of underwear in the kettle. Underwear in the kettle? Mm, saucy. Yes. So, very saucy. What's that to... Imagine if you just turned the kettle on and just boiled up the underpants. You could have had underpant coffee. <laughs> it's an odd place to put the underpants. It is. I'm gathering they were put there as hidden. Maybe they were... Here's, okay, here's the back story okay, to this. Okay, right, here you go. There's a, there's, a, there's a couple in there. They're having an affair. Mm. Okay? The third party comes in. <gasps> Uh-oh. I don't have time to put on my underpants. Okay, I'll just put on my jeans, but I'll hide the underpants in the kettle. I'll get back to those later. Never got around to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As someone who's only wearing the same pair of underpants for the whole week, which is you, Jono, yeah. maybe that's a way you can sterilise that pair this, uh, this evening. Do you, do you think I'm a Kiwi hero for wearing the same pair of underpants all week, Imogen? Um, no. No. Heroic tale. No. Heroic tale. That's no. what I'm hearing down the line there. <laughs> no, you're not. Hey, hey thanks heaps for your call, Imogen. If the, if the, yeah, uh, the New Zealand currency uh, mint is listening, you can erase Suret off the $5 note. Put me on. Someone's texted in 3343. I used to work in a motel and I was emptying the dishwasher and someone had their uh, false teeth in there and where you put the knives and forks. Oh, and the dishwasher. Okay, I guess we'll, they give them a nice little cleaning. Yeah. I found a used adult nappy in the bathroom. I was looking for a hairdryer. Jeez. <laughs> Keep these Why coming through. Why wouldn't you just put it in the bin? Yeah, I know. Why wouldn't you? Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. A lot of fun with Hedda, the taxi driver. He's a great guy. He's awesome. He is really, he's one of those human beings that, you know, you probably, you don't get to know taxi drivers that well, do you? Because you're only there for a short period of time. Yeah. But finding out some interesting stuff about India. Do you know they don't have small hills in India? <laughs> yeah. He's like, we've just got flat stuff or big ass mountains, <laughs> nothing in between. Because we we're driving past hills, and I was like, is it, you know, is India like this? Are there just like little, you know, is it ro- is it green? Are there rolling hills? He's like, no, no hills, mate. Yeah, that's 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 the one fact. You after five days, you <laughs> comes and houses too, ten feet tall, ten feet tall are the roofs and houses. So the ceiling in a house be ten feet in the air. Yeah, there 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 are walls in India too. 10 to 15 feet. There we go. There's some Crazy. facts, there's some stuff that we've been learning, and we've uh, discovered an artist who's uh, massive in India. His name is Jazzy B. And we've been getting into his music on the ca- on the taxi ride. So Head is introducing us to his favourite his favorite artist, Jazzy B. What's he talking about here? Talking about a girl, um, uh, you know how she walks and she's got a pit bull with her. She's got a pit bull with her? Oh, she's, so she's walking and she's got a dog with her, okay. She's taking her dog for a walk. And he's saying, I'm, I'm one of the one million. He's saying he's one of the one million? Yeah. How has he bounced from a, a, a girl walking a dog to saying he's one of the one million? What is this? What is this? Seems like a big leap. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Tell us what he's saying in this next verse. So he's uh, pretty onto it with the with the friends. He's pretty onto it with the friends. And the and the you know the the haters. The, so he's the, saying they're afraid of him. They're, they're afraid, afraid of him. Oh, the critics are afraid of him. All right. Well, he's covering a lot of ground here. <laughs> we started with a girl walking a pit bull. Then we we bounced to the fact that he's one of the one million, whatever that means. And now he's saying to the critics, "Hey, 
you scared of me. <laughs> yeah, and when he with the friends, he like a sniper gun. He likes a sniper gun. Jesse B really escalated. Went from a lovely walk in the park with a dog. Sniper gun. And so, um, have you seen Jesse B in concert before? Uh, yes, last time he was here, I was there. Oh, he's come to New Zealand? Yeah, he's coming back um, next month. He's coming back he's, next month? Jesse yeah. B's coming back to New Zealand? Yeah. We need to meet Jesse B. We, <laughs> we need to make Jesse B number one. When there's so many things we need to do, including take this turn off. Oh, oh God, oh, <laughs> we, God missed we missed it. the turn off. So Jazzy B, we have fallen in love with yeah. in a song, one million, one million, one million. And we want to get Jazzy B to number one. Yeah, so after we've done the taxi tour, that's our mission next week, right? Mm. Jazzy B, we've got to get him to number one before he gets to New Zealand. Do you know... Um... Hey, sweet chance. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't think you know either. Hey, I was about to say, do you know he's coming to New Zealand soon? And I was like, you beat me to the chase. So I've nothing else to add to this. John o, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Yeah, bros, he's getting some... We took I uh, took it for dinner last night in Palmerston North. Yes. Uh, it was a wonderful meal. It was a surprise dinner. We didn't know what was happening. There's a very detailed menu with about, like, you know, wheat with jus dripping with seasonal vegetables. I was like, this is going to be fancy because everyone was in nice outfits. There was candles on the table. This is a... The, the flat have gone all out. Yeah, and so then we got blindfolded at dinner time and we're like, well, okay, here we go. We had to guess what, you know, what was coming out. Then we took the blindfolds off. Fantastic noodles. <laughs> yeah, like our own pot of fantastic noodles. <laughs> it was very good. It was well played. Yeah, it was. Well, they were lovely people. But uh, we are we are here in Masterdom, uh, and tonight we're going to be taking the Brose on tour to the Kudapuni Sports Bar and TAB. Now, if I know Masterdom, and I, I spend a long time here, um, I'll these people will love it. They'll love a Brose. We're literally across the road from the Kudapuni <laughs> Sports Bar and TAB. Now I can see it right now. I just saw a band, a man, Salty Battler. Mm. Eating a pie mm. while having a cigarette and drinking a beer. Yeah. All at the same time. That's what my mum used to give me for lunch at school and growing up in the master. <laughs> That's the staple diet. <laughs> I'm kidding. Have a ciggy and a pie. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it was two ciggies and then two bats. Right. <laughs> All the kids out there at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we, uh, we're hosting a pub quiz there tonight, and we want to see if we can enter a team. So we're going to do that using our game, Synchronised Speaking, where both uh, Ben and myself have to talk at the same time. So the game is uh, that we have to try and enter a team without the person on the phone calling us out for talking at the same time. Okay. All right, Chang, dial us through to the Kutapuni Sports Bar and TAB. Oh, it's got pokies too. Oh. Mm. Did you play pokies when you were a kid? Traditional, uh, traditional <laughs> masters and sports bar and Apache Jacks. Please choose from one of the following options: first one for the restaurant, two for the TAB, three for the sports bar, or four three. for the customer. Your call will be transferred All to right, the attendant. I'll, I'll try and talk along with you, John. Good afternoon, Kerapini okay. TAB. Karen speaking. Hi, Karen. Hi. How are you going today at the Kurapuni Sports Bar in TAB? Very well. <laughs> hey. Hi. Uh, hey. What can I do for you? Was just wondering, is the pub quiz still happening tonight? Absolutely it is, yes. And we've got a couple of special guests tonight too. 
Oh, who is that? That must be Jono and Ben. Oh, oh they hosting you tonight. tonight. I don't, I don't like, like those guys. <laughs> those guys are no good at what they do. Absolutely they are. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sometimes I write not nice things about them on the internet. Really? Anyway, is it too late to enter a team, Karis? Well, you just have to turn up. We can't do any reservation tables. Oh. oh, I know, that's a bit of a shame. But if you get in early and have a couple of beers before the quiz, I'm sure you'll be right. Uh, oh, just, oh, no. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Kaz? It is actually John and Ben calling. How you doing? <laughs> I sort of figured that. Hi. Yeah, I, I figured you did, actually. <laughs> hey, well, look, I can't wait to see you tonight. Thank you for being part of our new sports synchronised spinking. Okay, well, spanking. Synchronized spanking. Synchronized spanking coming soon. <laughs> One cheek at a time, bang. You <laughs> spanked. See you tonight. All right, you can give us a synchronized spanking this evening when we come along. <laughs> Speaking, but spanking is uh, anyway. Uh, we are a couple of spankers, and we'll we'll, we'll end this now and meet you tonight, Karen. Oh well, it sounds like fun. <laughs> uh, see you later, Karen. Can't wait to meet you later on. John Ben and Sharon, the Edge. We're gonna play a weekend game now called Human versus Google. That's right. Hit the game show music, Chang. That's it. We're in Masterdom. And um, I tell you what, Human versus Google, when you phone up with a question that you know the answer to, I have 10 seconds to Google the answer. Um, Let's do an example right now. Okay. Okay. How many people live in Masterdom? 76,000. You going to Google this? Sorry, I just took a guess there. <laughs> How many people... Live in Master Turn. See the Wi Fi slow here. 729 people. <laughs> 9,000. There's a little more than 729 people. <laughs> Master <laughs> population. 23,352 people plus the 729. But you only have 10 seconds for it. Yeah, so if you've got something you want to, uh, if you, if you know a fact and you want to ask John, I hope he can work it out within 10 seconds. 0800 The Edge is the number. We learned some great facts today, speaking of which, from Hedda, our uh, taxi driver, about India. Do you know they milk... Um, buffalo. Buffalo. They yeah. drink buffalo milk over yeah. there. Yeah. As opposed to cow milk. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. We've got a caller, Chang. Okay, yes. Biff him on here, mate. Chuck him on the wireless. The Who's milk. this on the phone? Yeah, it's Harris. How's it going? Harris, okay, take it away. With your question, human versus Google, if I can't find the answer in 10 seconds on Google, you win. Okay. How many... Harrison's phoned up before thinking of a question, (laughs) but okay. Yeah, no, no, go on, I'll go on. How many dairy cows in New Zealand? Dairy cows in New Zealand, that's a good question. We're in the Wadarapa, a big um, farming region. Jono... 3.84 10 million <laughs> 3.84 to what? 10 million cattle That's a lot Is that how many cattle in New Zealand? That's right 6.5 million of those are dairy Okay Crazy So 10 million cows altogether Yeah 6.5 million of those are dairy Oh wow Yes Oh well human Harris sorry hum, Human beats uh, Oh sorry Google beats human on this occasion Next caller on 0800 The Edge Human versus Google Who have we got here? Hello What's your name matey? Chelsea. Chelsea, welcome to Masterton. What is your question for human versus Google? Um, 
Prime Minister of New Zealand. John, I frantically oh, typing right Zealand. now. Google, come Google. on, the Wi-Fi is slow here oh, at Marston. Oh, Let's <laughs> promise oh, mate, let's not throw shade at Marston, mate. Uh, first Prime up. Minister time's of New up. Zealand. Uh, uh, time's so up, Chang. Well done. Prime Minister of New Zealand. Richard Seddon. No. Was the longest serving Prime Minister <laughs> of New Zealand. <laughs> Henry Sewell. No, Henry you lost. Sewell. You lost. Congre- uh, congratulations. Henry Sewell, well done. Well done, you win. Okay. You, win. you win. Human beats Google on that occasion. Okay. We'll take one more, Chang. Okay. Oh, wait, under the edge. Human versus Google, what's your question? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck, woodchuck, woodchuck, wood? <laughs> How much? Wood. Great question. Wood. Uh, wood. Chuck, Ten seconds chuck, counting wood, down. Chuck, Human chuck, versus, chuck, versus Google. The answer is 700 pounds worth. What? It's estimated. <laughs> 700 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Who's done the mass on that? <laughs> Someone once measured inside a volume of a typical woodchuck burrow. From this, they estimated that if uh, wood filled the hole instead of dirt, the industrious animal would have chucked about 700 pounds worth of wood. Oh, thank you, Google. Oh, well done, Google. Google wins 2-1. Human versus Google. We'll be back another day. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Something that uh, we've been noticing, Jono, over the last well, a long time now is your... Over the last long time. What have, <laughs> I, what have I been doing for a long time that you've been talking about behind my back? You're, you're terrible on emails. Like emails, you're a shocker. Uh, it's not a strong point. No, no. So it seems to be Te- one. My technology is not a strong point for me. Emails not a strong point for me. Radio not a strong <laughs> point for me. I haven't found that strong point, but one day one you day might. I'll find the strong point. So you seem to have a day. Might be pimping. <laughs> like a Sunday or a Sunday morning where you like to do your emails for the week. Hmm. Like it's like, I like Sunday mornings. I like to go to church, and I like to do my emails. Okay, and, and I like to watch that weird show Praise Be, where they just <laughs> sing hymns. So on, my, that's my Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning, um, I get, because I'm always attached to all the emails that you get throughout the week. Mm, well, there's an and in between our name. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so people uh, inform us of all the things that's going on, but Jono doesn't reply to a Sunday. So on Sunday morning, I get 30 or 40 emails from Jono, yeah. all in caps letters, all saying, bloody legend, mate, good work, Dina, thanks, Dina. Um, yeah. Oh, here we go. Like, uh, don't forget to bring your T-shirt for filming tomorrow. You're a T-shirt. Like, this, this, these emails, have, the, the, the events have happened. You haven't replied back to any of these things, but you decide to reply back mm. all in one big hit on a Sunday. They're little morale boosters, aren't they? Great. Delayed morale boosters. Bloody people... legend. That's always your favourite. Who doesn't like being called a bloody legend? <laughs> oh, but that, like sometimes yeah. it's like, well, okay, someone's like, yeah, I left your car keys on, on the on the desk. You're a bloody legend, mate. It's like, well, yeah, maybe Ed Hillary, he was he a was bloody legend. He, he climbed a big tall mountain. But uh, Kyle leaving his car keys on your desk, I don't know if he's... Oh, I love Kyle, he's great. But... Yeah, he's a bloody legend. You're saying Kyle's not a bloody legend, <laughs> well, who we work with. Now we're getting into an awkward conversation. Dan, Dan, you're a bloody legend, producer Dan. Thanks, mate. No worries, mate. Did you like that? Yeah, I like that. See? People uh, love it. But there's another thing we've also noticed in these um, these wild internet sessions, the, uh, email sessions that you have. <laughs> Frantic internet sessions. <laughs> Where everything yeah. comes through shouting at me <laughs> about how who's a bloody legend or not. <laughs> is that often people will drop off the email chain. They've mm. been sent around so many times. So the person who sends the original email is no longer in that email, but you'll pop in at the end and either reply back to that person or say things, suggest things, um, that have already been suggested like four or five emails before. You won't read the email chain. You'll just go, oh, we could do this. And you're like, yeah, we've just been discussing this for six emails. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> if it's such a thing, I'm going to retire for emailing. I'll retire. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have my leaving party today for emails. Okay. Okay, that's it. No more emailing. <laughs> okay. I give up. I'll give up. No, you, I'm, I'm just saying up. this so I'm you can be better. Again. Um, no, no. no it's not, the, the point is not to shame you into giving up. Uh, I'm giving up. No. no, it's just so you could be better. You could, like, monitor it throughout the week, get involved in the conversation, know <laughs> what's happening, and then reply back at appropriate moments. Listen, Ben, all those times that I sent you very intimate photos on email <laughs> yeah. with little love notes. Yeah, mm. saying I was a bloody legend. Saying you're bloody, uh, have a look at my genitals, you bloody legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that won't be coming through again, buddy. No more. All right? Well, those things where you're like, oh, is that a close-up photo of his armpit or is that his derriere he sent me? Okay. You know those ones where I leave you guessing, wanting more? Nice. Those emails? Mm. How's this? How have we and they all end with XOXO. How have we ended up here? How have we ended up here? You forced me into this corner. <laughs> now people know about our email sessions. Hey, I know you wanted to keep that hidden. No more, my friend. Oh, I don't know. I You're get... like, is that his bald head or a testicle? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's okay, all right. All right, wrap and it I, this And up. the subject line is it? Okay. Is it a no, testicle okay. or my bald head? No. You have to try and guess. Okay, wrapping, wrapping things up. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. We're going to do a segment we uh, like to play called One, one Up Stories. Oh, sorry, that wasn't in unison, but anyway, you got the idea. Yeah, well, let's do one in unison. Okay. One, one Up stories. stories. We start with a story, and if you think you can better it with another story, it can be completely unrelated. Mm. Doesn't have to be in, you know, like in the same thing. No, that's no, right. no. It's just, it's basically whatever story. It's like if you're on Graham Norton's red chair. What would be the story that you would tell? Okay, now uh, I'm going to bring producer Dan in, in here. Dan, you can uh, kick one up stories off today. Mm. Kick off one up stories. If someone thinks they can beat Dan's story, then you need okay. to call 0800 the edge. Take it away, Dan. Right, my story is when I was at school. Yeah. Uh, I am a very I can't dance. Okay, let's just put that out there. I'm a very or throw. I noticed yeah. Dan can't throw. Yeah, as well. I can't throw. I once I got tried to t- some a black cap tried to teach me to throw and I couldn't do it. Mm. Anyway, so I'm so uncoordinated. Very, yeah, I don't know how you. And walk through the door. Mm, well, I don't really walk very well. Um, but one of my teachers actually thought that I was so uncoordinated that I had some sort of motor neuron function disorder. And so they contacted my parents and said, look, Mr. and Mrs. Webby, there's there's an issue with your son. Go and get him to have a CAT scan. He can't look. Now, in your defence, it seems like a very big leap for someone who just can't dance. Mm. You send him to get a brain scan. Yeah, but I was... You, you haven't seen me dance. Okay. Trying. And uh, you would have come and seen me dance if you'd come to Great Gatsby, which you didn't turn up to, but that's another story. Did he dance in the Great Gatsby yeah. I was there. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful performance. Yeah, wonderful performance. Terrible dancing. Uh, so I went and got a CAT scan, and then my mum said to me, if you sit and still inside the CAT scan machine for the hour which the scan goes on for, I'll buy you a CD. The CD I chose when I was 11 years old in the CAT scan machine was Savage Garden's uh, Truly Madly Deeply album. Now, I don't think anybody can one-up that story because that is embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Okay. So if you've got a bit of story, then sitting still for an hour to get a Savage Garden When he CD. came back out and they're like, oh, here's your Savage Garden CD. The doctor then put him back in the grand scheme of scenes. <laughs> There's got to be something wrong. Why is there an 11-year-old listening to <laughs> Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden? Uh, so if you... I want to stand with you on a mountain. If you have a better story than Dan's, <laughs> let's face it, you do. Uh, 0800 The Edge, and we're going to keep taking uh, the best stories around. The person with the best story as voted by us gets a prize. I'll wait under the edge. I will fly you to the moon and, and back, back I don't know the song. 
Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Welcome to One Up Stories. Who have we got? Tania. Tania, take it away. I broke my leg in a doctor's surgery. You broke your Ooh, leg in a doctor's surgery. This is beating the brain yeah, scan. Uh, what did you do? What did you do? I made an appointment for when I finished work after an eight-hour break, and I fell asleep while I was waiting for the doctor. And when she called me, I just stood up, not even thinking, and because my leg was asleep, and I just went straight over snap. <gasps> oh. At the beginning of that shift when they said, hey, Tanya, get out there and break a leg. <laughs> she said, literally. But and probably the best place to do it, though, if you're going to break your leg anywhere, a doctor's surgery is probably the best place to do it. Oh, yes and no, because it was a rural town, so I still had to go to the nearest city to the hospital hey, to get plaster and what Don't you beg those rural towns. We've been through many of them. <laughs> We're here now in yeah. one. We're rural as. Hey, thank you, Tanya. <laughs> if you think you can beat Tanya's breaking her leg inside a doctor's surgery oh, I story. I think it's better than Dan's one. So, okay. Yeah. 0800 The Edge. Who have we got on the phone? Yeah, g'day, mate. It's Ray here. Ray, can you beat that story? Take it away. Oh, mate, I was uh, in isolation a few years back for a lung infection and uh, just by myself in the room, don't see anybody, not allowed anybody, and I get these two hot nurses coming to give me a checkup. And I'm all hooked up to the machines, and uh, they're checking me up and touching me here and touching me there, and all of a sudden my heart starts racing. And they're all getting all worried, are you all right, sir? And just uh, thinking there's something wrong with me. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, just like better calm down a little bit. <laughs> just like after a while they uh, let me settle down, gave me some uh, more drugs and came and checked me up again, settled down a little bit. They're quite embarrassing, but yeah. Well, aren't you a randy little blighter? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ben, you've got to make to the decision between Randy Ray and Tanya's breaking her leg in a surgery story. I'm going breaking her leg, doctor surgery, John. I think that's the, the, just the irony of that is, mm. is incredible for you me. You go and have a cold shower, Ray. Okay? Is it, be, uh, Hose uh, yourself off or something. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge.